What's going on, Will Friedman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about how social media murders your happiness from this picturesque rooftop view, penthouse view of Tbilisi, which makes for a perfect social media post here on YouTube. And I'm aware of the irony of that, but I want to let you know that my social media is 100% for business. And I wouldn't necessarily qualify YouTube as part of the rest of the social media in the sense of, I'm hoping most of you guys are looking at YouTube primarily for education. It's less of a lifestyle brand than say something like Instagram is. But I just wanted to give you guys that caveat to start the video off to recognize that uh, I am in what would be a perfect um, social media post for clout and front chasing and selling you guys a bunch of bullshit. But let me tell you this, I didn't wanna do a video today. Um, I dragged ass through my workout, which was grueling. Um, I'm moving to another place. And that's the reality of most people on social media. It is a highlight reel and it is not their reality. I could blow your mind with some of the motorcycle trips that I took to through Thailand and all these cool places and that I stayed in Asia, um, videos with girls that I was dating, but some of those times I wasn't even happy. Some of those times I was super happy. Either way, it's a lie. Um, this whole digital nomad thing that people are selling you is a fucking lie. A lot of digital nomads are lonely. Uh, they don't have a lot of friends in the city. They post travel pictures because for them, they feel like they outsmarted their parents with their boomer middle-class materialism. What they don't realize is that passport stamps and social media pictures on Instagram have become their new materialism. So instead of showing off the things that they have, they think they're above that and consider themselves minimalist and they show off the experiences that they have to no one. That's the funny thing. Unless it's your business and you're making money, you're posting into a void. You know, there might be a couple thousand people that follow you, but most of them don't give a shit about you, man. They're not even thinking about you. Maybe you get a like, nobody cares. How many of those people would help you move? And then how many would help you move at the last minute? Maybe three or four. But if you're a nomad traveling around, probably zero. That's the reality. Everyone that I care about is in my WhatsApp, either clients, friends, or families. Not that I don't care about you guys. I love you guys. Um, but this is also my business. You know, if I didn't have a business, I wouldn't be posting on social media because I would have been devoting the rest of my time to my business. Okay. I care about all the comments. I care about the support. I care about future clients. I care that I can help you guys. I just wouldn't have time to do all this stuff if it wasn't my primary business because I would be focusing on my primary business, which was going to for my life and give me the kind of lifestyle that I want and this is a big problem especially for the younger generation I was speaking with a client who's doing very well and we traced a lot of his social anxiety to his Instagram feed because he still got a few guys from high school on there who told him that he couldn't do what he's doing and it's very important for him to prove them wrong and this extends even to approaching girls, he's got them in his imaginary audience 
what would those guys that I'm still in touch with on Instagram from high school who are super negative think about me getting rejected by these girls? And the social media clout chasing, and I think Instagram is the place where people do this now. It used to be Facebook, now it's mostly Instagram. It's a double-edged sword, okay? You get puffed up on pride from posting your bullshit highlight reel. Like, this is a perfect highlight reel video, isn't it? You know? And I'm telling you guys, I just woke up from a fucking nap. I didn't even want to do it, okay? It's just on my schedule. Um, the last couple days, I've, I've been fighting off kind of a low mood, actually, because I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to go next and handling these personal projects and taking off these other things off my off my task list i mean the couples that are posting the super happy pictures on facebook i mean you've got no idea whether they're happy or not probably not if they're doing that all the time because they're living an image and it's a major double-edged sword because you get puffed up on the pride and the likes but then now you've put yourself in the position of um guru and influencer and if you buy into your own bullshit then the shame is going to come with that, the fall. I've seen a couple of guys in my industry who, who put themselves up pretty high and they, you know, took a lot of their stuff down. They went Christian. Um, and, and that was what was happening, those peaks and waves. And, you know, you feel like a superstar because some people that don't care about you liked you on Instagram. And then you feel low because now you're getting less messages and you're getting less whatever. And, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Um, I stopped checking subscriber count a long time ago. I stopped checking comments. I just started living in the work, you know? And this whole guru thing just became, like, it was, it was, it was like being a player when I was younger. It was super cool for, like, a year, year and a half, and then it became the new normal. And I realized, for me to avoid those traps and those pitfalls and, and blowing up, um, and, and then crashing, I need to, I need to remove myself from getting pride off of all this bullshit. I need to remove myself from being that guru and having those standards for myself 24 seven. Cause it was a big weight when I started doing these videos and having, you know, some success and having people's lives in my hand. And, um, I'm telling you, it was probably probably like a net even you know probably evened out the highs and the lows just like in the active player stage i had in my i guess late 20s kind of evened out after the first year and a half when it was this new novel thing um so you're gonna pay a price for pride when you puff yourself up beyond where you truly think you are in your mind in your in your true conscience that shame smackdown is coming for you guaranteed uh, John D. Martini talks about this a lot, and he's my favorite personal development guy right now, by far. Um, we have an internal thermostat, and if we puff ourselves up with pride too much, the inevitable swing will come back down with the shame. And that's why you'll see um, a lot of people who tend towards that narcissism spectrum. I, I think narcissism's misdiagnosed. It's like they have a, a super high self-esteem, but they also have a super low self-esteem um, and, and shame when they're taking losses or when the highs that they were getting no longer are pushing them forward. Like, you know, their business is, is um, 
it, it slowed for whatever reason or their social media slowed for whatever reason. They need the constant um, highs to keep up that inflated sense of pride or it comes smash uh, back down to the ground. Same thing you see with celebrities all the time. They get in a scandal or they or their movie flops and they go into a massive depression uh, with the pills and with the suicide and all that stuff. Whereas most people would take, hey, I'll take 30 million in a flop movie because you're, you know, but, but you hadn't eaten all those payoffs. You hadn't pushed your pride up so high. Your pride's at a at a lower range. So Instagram, especially in Facebook, uh, Facebook, what what that does is it creates that mini celebrity culture and it puts you in that same boat um, and encourages you to spend a ton of your time curating your bullshit live and image on social media for a bunch of people who don't give a fuck who are doing the same thing. And the reason they don't give a fuck is because they're spending all their time worrying about their insecurities, their issues, and curating their fake bullshit persona on Instagram or social media. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, what the niche is, vegan, bodybuilder, digital nomad, any of those things. Um, it's, it's, um, it's, they didn't post a picture of the shit they took that morning or the anxiety they felt at 8 p.m. or the low mood they felt at the dentist office. It's a highlight reel. Now, I will say this. If you're a young guy, I mean, I encourage the vast majority of guys not to have social media accounts. Um, or at least I used to. Unless it's for business. If it's for business, social media is fantastic. And if you're going to use social media, like if you have Facebook and YouTube and all you're doing is watching you know, personal development videos. And um, like I think YouTube by far is a fantastic resource for that kind of stuff and you're listening to the podcasts and stuff, that's great. Like that's a way to use the platform instead of the platform you use you or vice versa. You're putting out positive content uh, for your business that's helping people and helping them move forward. And you're not portraying like a bullshit image and you're being honest with people and you're adding value and you're helping people for the better. Then using social media and using it to get paid is fantastic. So this is not a, just a blanket statement like, um, social media in itself is garbage. It's just a tool. But the way that most people use the tool and look at the tool is hurting them. Um, and even worse than that, worrying about curating your own images when you sit there on Facebook uh, or Instagram scrolling through other people doing better than you, which a lot of my clients have had problems with and we've moved them forward by either getting rid of the Instagram or just giving them like 30 minutes a day to look. I mean... When you're, when you're playing the comparison game 24-7 or, or two, three hours a day, you're never going to feel good because there's never going to be a point in time where someone's not doing better than you. I think it's useful to some extent to look ahead of seeing people that are doing better as, as a target to hit. But when you're on there and you're spending the bulk of your day looking at girls out of your league and guys who are doing better than you, and I've had this problem with numerous uh, a number of my clients, especially the younger guys, it only hurts you. And these were guys who were doing well. You know, these are guys who, you know, good looking guys, guys who are doing well. Maybe they weren't making 30 grand a month, but, you know, 23, 24 years old on that path, on the way to be doing that. So not only will it kill you in terms of time spent, 
posting, curating, and trying to live up to some bullshit image. It's going to kill you when you're looking at other people's images and comparing your life to those. Because your life, first of all, someone's always going to be doing better. So if you're if you're playing that comparison game, it's always going to be a loss for you. Number two, they're lying and posting their highlight reel. So you compare your life where you know the full extent of yourself. You're with yourself 24-7. You can't take a vacation from yourself even if you wanted to. There's somebody else's highlight reel, okay? And they're lying on there. They're fucking lying, all right? That is not their life. That's nobody's life, okay? And of course you're gonna feel bad. On average, I think social media pe makes people feel, feel worse than it does better. Uh, it distracts them from working on their own business and becoming financially free. It takes two or three hours out of your day. Um, distracts you from you know the other content that you could be watching if you weren't focusing on your business and your goals and going to the gym um positive empowering content you know like dr john Martini. um and and i mean you can look at the studies man i mean the studies are showing people are addicted to their phone like when you're scrolling through facebook for two hours you always feel worse you're always gonna feel worse Almost like if you're looking through other people's Facebooks. I don't even have that. I don't even have Instagram. Maybe in the future I'll get Instagram for business. Um, I have a Facebook page, but my personal profile is hidden. All the people that know me and I know my, you know, my first name in in, in real life, um, whether it's someone I'm dating, friends, family, clients, that's all on my WhatsApp, and none of that is is public information. Okay, and. Just remember those if you have a couple thousand people on your Facebook I mean most of them are just acquaintances dude like that they're, they're not gonna help you with anything that's real um, and the the end game the end solution to all this is start living your actual real life like you're watching a video here but I'm standing here my shoulders are kind of sore I did a workout I'm you know I'm in this physical body I'm 38 years old and my focus is is for every day to be as happy as possible, to, to, to live as fulfilling a life as possible. Um, and recognize that the bulk of that's gonna come from getting good sleep, it's gonna come from how you physically feel, and a lot of that's gonna be your diet, um, meat and vegetables and staying away from processed foods or carbs or anything like that, which I'm, I'll admit, not, not great at. Um, Avoiding alcohol, avoiding, you know, uh, drugs that could harm you, um, drinking enough water, taking the right supplements, taking your multivitamin, uh, ejaculating as infrequently as possible, having good friends in your life, having um, either a good girlfriend or some nice young ladies for you to spend time with, and most importantly or at least just importantly is having a mission that a mission that fulfills your values meaning like you wake up and you're not looking at the alarm like fuck another fucking day of this shit okay it's like you look at your alarm and you're like great i get to do what i actually want and this took me a long time to really really internalize on like a on a really small level because i live so much of my life in force and survival where i would just force myself i'd be like don't put you know, don't be a pussy, go do it, go do the shit you don't want to do. And that was good. Like that's necessary if you're in the survival stage, right? 
if you don't have money, if you don't have a skill, if you don't have all these things, you might have to go get a sales job and grind it out and do a bunch of shit that you hate to get your money up and to get your skills up and your confidence and your balls. Um, so you can move that into, you know, uh, a service-based business like I recommend for my guys. So you might have to be in survival for a while. But the goal is to get out of survival as fast as possible into thrival. And I would define thrival in one sentence. Thrival is is living life that you enjoy, okay? And it's not just about money. Money just provides the ability for you to create a mission that pays you handsomely that you enjoy. And I truly believe that like, if everyone at, went at that 110%, um, you know, it, it's possible. Just, just most guys aren't gonna do that. Maybe 1% of guys are actually gonna go as, as hard as it takes to get out of survival into thrival. Um, that's where I wouldn't say I disagree with Dr. Martini, but I think that, you know, you do have to, for most people, you're gonna have to be in survival a little bit to get out um, for you to be able to get into thrival. But ultimately, that's what what it's about. Uh, one of my clients who was struggling with Instagram, one of his goals is 100 million. Um, and he's a guy who might get there. He's 24. He's in a. He's got three businesses right now, making 1.5 million in revenue. But he's pushing himself so hard. He's living so far in the future. He's living so much in the in the image, and then you know, trying to uphold that across Instagram, across all these new people that he's meeting in the new city that he's living in. And ultimately what that does is, a, is it puts a lot of pressure on yourself and it stops you from living the actual life that makes you happy. I call this the Tim Ferriss productivity cult. And I love Tim Ferriss. Lifestyle design is his idea, his book when it came out was a massive influence on me. And I think he's actually moved beyond this himself. But when you're caught up in that productivity cult where it's like, okay, you're on the other extreme of self-improvement. You're, you're a straight animal no wasted moments um you're still in survival you're still using force and having to rely on external motivation and thinking that hey discipline and motivation are necessary i need to whip myself so that um i can do all these things that i don't actually want to do because i need that 100 million or if i'm not shooting for that it's not good enough and i'm not worthy and I'm not worthy of happiness and I'm not worthy of love because I have such high standards for myself. And that leads to a life of self-hatred. It's the most common thing in the world for guys to be successful and wealthy and hate themselves or unhappy because they just, they pursue that to the extent of everything else. They pursue money to the extent of everything else because they don't allow themselves to feel happiness. They, they rely on what's called conditional happiness. Like I can only be happy when these conditions are met usually off in the future, they get a payoff, that future payoff comes, they're happy for about two or three days, and it's back to whipping yourself, saying don't don't rely on past success, success is rented, gotta go get the next thing. Um, if I don't do that, I'm a piece of shit. And that leads to a lot of success, but it doesn't lead to a lot of happiness. And it leads to a lot of whipping and relying on external motivation to do shit that you don't wanna do. And as Dr. Dean Martini says, motivation is a symptom. External motivation is a symptom of doing shit that you hate. Like I had to motivate the fuck out of myself to do those cold calls because I hated it. I hated the company I worked for. I fucking hated sales. I hated every cold call. I hated all the rude secretaries. I hated how 
almost all my clients were disrespectful to me, you know? And I would whip myself to do it, and I would I would listen to Eric Thomas and, you know, hardcore gangster rap before I was going in and just fire myself up, okay? Inspiration is something totally different. Inspiration is the opposite of motivation. It's instead of having to push yourself from behind, you're pulled towards it. Like you're pulled towards a beautiful girl. You're pulled towards, I don't know, video games. You're pulled towards hanging out with your friends. You're, there's probably something, some mission that you're pulled towards. But, but maybe you've written it off as unrealistic. Or maybe you're in the mission. Maybe you're in your inspirational mission. I'm in, I'm in the, my inspirational mission, but there's a, even now there's a few more things that I need to do to get it to be fully inspirational. And one of them is launching my course with the group coaching so that I can get a bit more of my schedule back. Because in the last three years, a lot of my schedule's been tied up with coaching. And I love my clients, but you know, it's, it's a lot of the days are full. I've, you know, I've got to come home to do a call and I want to have a bit more of that that freedom and I want to get my life's work out there I want to get all this content it's going to be a hundred hours it's going to be in, in my hopes the best personal development course of all time it's going to it's absolutely massive every area of life is covered um, it's going to be a social a branded social network with that and it's going to be group coaching for me access to me that's going to be my life's work that's inspirational the end result actually doing the course I fucking hate so, um, you know, there's a couple areas to where I want, I still need to move more towards inspiration because I realized I was still living in survival, even though I'm comfortable, even though I'm, I'm living in countries that are super cheap and, and I've got, you know, God willing, a, a quite a decent amount of money saved and coming in, um, you know, by the grace of God and, and even through COVID, you know, that there were that continued so um but i realized i was still living in survival i was still living um not as inspiration is the primary priority to, to wake up and hit the alarm clock and be a hundred percent ready to go um hundred percent excited so social media to tie that back into social media is soul killing it really is because it's an artificial life and it seems that's the way the world's moving to more online more fantasy people live in video games people live in in these images that they create whether online um you know and, and i was a, a victim of it too for, you know i was like i'm gonna be this personal development guru it evened out man um you know like like instead of living those fantasy lives, think like, get the whiteboard together and think, what do I want my everyday to look like, okay? Wake up at six, meditate on the beach, um, work for four hours on X business, which is super inspiring to me, have a nice lunch, meet with the girlfriend, um, do another three hours of work, go for dinner with the boys, uh, play guitar, see the girlfriend again, for example. What are the things you don't want to do? What's the no list? No to this, no to that, no to this, no to that. And then think about how do I create that life? And then occasionally maybe you post some of that stuff on social media. If you're a young guy, because Instagram is still useful for young people to 
get some dates and to like, um, you know, meet up with if you're traveling around, like a lot of people use Instagram to message each other, but you're not living in it. You know, maybe it's an occasional thing or the only time you're on social media is for your business. Okay. Or you just use the Instagram, you've got like four or five pics and it's really just for, for meeting people and messaging people, but it's not actively monitored. But the point is not to live in fantasy. The point is not to think that there's going to be, um, you know, this, if, if, if I can create this fantasy person, if I can sell people this bullshit, I'm going to be super happy. It's not the case. And the, the, the blowback is always going to be there. The downfall is always going to be there because when you're trying to be something that you're not, you're going to be consciously or subconsciously talking to yourself throughout the day when you do actions that are not in accordance with this image you're trying to present on social media, which is natural actions, like going to the bathroom, actions, like feeling sad actions, like, um, you know, you, you couldn't fight off a bad mood for that period of time or you did something embarrassing and when you've created this false idol um, Victor Pride actually did a great audio on, on what he had done and why he took his whole site down and, and he became Christian he said he had created a false idol for himself he, he had you know the guy that was going to the gym super muscular rich gets girls he, he'd created a false idol for himself and was worshiping that idol and, and encouraged other guys to worship at that idol. And what it did was it created a, a sense of pride and, and, but then it would, it would come swing back down into sense of shames when, you know, it collided with certain things that would happen in real life. Um, with that being said, I mean, to some extent, you know, I'm still, uh, a lifestyle designer, I still present these lifestyle strategies, I still want to give you guys, you know, access to money and uh, the kind of women you want and, and all these things. But the idea is just to do it on a level that's more me, you know, that's more just my, my true self talking to you, and giving you those strategies to accomplish the goals that are going to ultimately be able to create a lifestyle where you're waking up and you're waking up before the alarm clock and you're like, I like all this, you know? Maybe you have to go to the dentist sometimes and you're like, fuck, but mostly you're like, I like all this. I'm not 100% there, but I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward every year. Um, the more game I get, the more knowledge I get and the more I, that, that I pass that off to you. So that's, that's the end game. The end game's happiness, okay? The end game's not stunting, the end game's not clout, the end game's not balling because ballers go broke. The end game is you being happy in your life as much as humanly possible until you die. And then God willing, when you, when you can do that and you can level up and you can master that, maybe you can help some other people be happy as well. At least that's what you should be aiming for in terms of being your best self. Okay. Cause the other roads, pride comes before fall, man. You know, excessive pride comes before fall. You should have some amount of pride, some amount of self-esteem. Um, but recognize you're human. Recognize that God created us. He can take us back at any time. I can't grow a fingernail if I wanted to. I can't grow a hair on my head. I didn't create any of this that you're seeing. Okay? I didn't create my own body. All right? So how can you have too much pride? 
okay? You have to remember that. It, it's it's important to stay humble because then there's less there's less to fall, you know? If you trip a little bit, you laugh it off, no big deal because you're not trying to present yourself as as at a level of pride that's above where it should be and above where you you actually either consciously or subconsciously through your conscience feel where it is and you will pay for it. You know, you'll keep getting smacked around until you either figure it out or you just keep suffering. Um, and that's what social media does for a lot of people. It amplifies the worst traits of status chasing chasing, and makes people either feel um, insignificant or unworthy by, because they're comparing themselves to others or then tries to get them to create their own cloud and their own false image and live up to that. And then again, on the flip side, feel insignificant and unworthy when they don't live up to that image that they're trying to create, which no one can live up to 24 seven. So in short, if you're gonna use social media, use it instead of let it use you, all right? Use it for watching videos like these, use it for listening to um, podcasts that are nourishing for your soul and for your business and for your health and your mindset, um, or use it to communicate your ideas through your business and social media is only going to become more important over time for business, especially post-COVID. You've got to be getting that online income. And it's a fantastic tool for that. You know, Google has been fantastic for me, both search traffic to my website and, and YouTube. Um, so this is not a knock on social media as a tool. Social media is like money. It's, it's only negative when it's used in a way... Um, that's negative and, and, and that, that's, that will hurt you. So if you use it in those two ways to educate yourself and to promote your business, then it's a fantastic tool. But if you use it as a comparison tool, which ultimately will lead to beating yourself up, or if you're using it to inflate a sense of pride for yourself to a bunch of people who don't give a fuck, it will hurt you. Okay, that's not a way to shame you. That's, I'm just telling you from a happiness perspective it's probably already hurting you or you just haven't realized it and it, and it will in the future. Um, and if you want to use social media outside of uh, promoting a business or something, you know, you can just have an Instagram page, have four or five photos on there. Um, you know, you follow some people, but you're, or you have some friends on there, but you're not looking at their feed. And you just use it to keep track of people or to, you know, if you meet a girl, you get the Instagram instead of the phone number. I recognize it. That's how things are these days. Or if you're traveling to, to keep in touch with um, some friends or you, some people you care about. But you don't need to blow it up to a crazy level um, unless, you know, to, to, to put your self-worth into it. And, and, and it's... I think it hurts. I think it hurts people. I really do. Um, if it didn't, celebrities would be super happy, wouldn't they? They wouldn't have drug problems and be in treatment centers all the time and have mental breakdowns. You know, if if that made people super happy, Kanye West would have been the happiest person on the planet. Like, how much clout did he have on social media? But it led to a breakdown. Um, and probably the majority of those celebrities have secret or public breakdowns. Uh, you know, on a yearly basis because the pressure they're putting on themselves is so high to live up to this massive inflated sense of self that nobody can fulfill. And the natural reaction, like a pendulum, is to come down and, and feel 
the same amount of shame. So you want to live closer to your natural self, the best version of yourself, but still part of your natural self um, because pride comes before fall and live closer to your truer values. But all that means is it, it, you know, the persona just exists to make you happier, ideally to navigate through life, through the game of life in this vehicle that God's given us with this persona that we can create, but not to use it to harm ourselves, to use it to um, fulfill our goals and be happier and to create, because we can only live one day at a time to create days that make you happy to where you, you wake up and you're like, I like all the shit that I'm doing. I like the people in my life. I like where I'm living. I like the sunshine. I like the work that I'm working on. And, you know, I like that I'm in a loving relationship. That's the ideal. And think of it like second childhood. I was super happy as a kid. Maybe you were super happy. It was like, I wake up. I get to go see my friends at school. Then there's recess. I get to play soccer. And then it's gym class and then computer class where we can sneak to the back to play some like shitty video games from the 80s and then there's lunch and my friend might give me some some of his chips and then i'm going to my friend's house and we're having a sleepover with pizza and pop and old school nintendo like so many of those days were like when you were a little kid you had so much to look forward to because because everything um so many things were fun as we get older less things become fun but I truly believe you can find enough fun things to stack up and fulfilling things to stack up in your day if you choose enough creativity and you push through survival to get in the, the finances, to get into thrival, to be able to build that lifestyle. You might have to move countries. You might have to do a lot of things differently. Um, but I truly believe that you can do that, and that's the end goal. The end goal is being as happy as you can um, until you die and then go back to God and hopefully he looks at your life and, and you've been a source of positivity in a world which has enough negativity as I'm sure you guys can see. Um, and then if you can, maybe you can help spread that to other people, at least the best version of yourself. And that's it. So I wish you guys happiness. Um, I wish you blessings in this uh, kind of crazy time of crisis. And I hope this message gets through to you and, and, and really makes a difference. So let me know what you think in the comment section. If you need help with all this, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash coaching is my coaching page. And stay tuned for my course coming out hopefully this year, but maybe next year. Much love.